When I grew up in the 70s, advanced technology was color TV and a four-function calculator. It's a whole new digital world out there now. And our kids are part of the internet digital culture. How do we keep them safe? And how do parents stay sane in this new digital world? Well, we had a chance to interview Jay Andrews, who has a great anchor station here and podcast called Tech Parental. It's all about helping parents kind of figure out the code and what to do in a balanced way to support their kids. I mean, they're going to be in the world with the digital devices and all the social media and everything, but how we can protect them, protect them from cyberbullying, protect them from unwanted predators, etc. So this is a great interview. Uh, all parents need to hear this. All grandparents, we all need to hear this. Jay is uh, a very talented guy who really is uh, helping a lot of people in a lot of these uh, themes. And so we're very excited to feature his Anchor Profile interview here on Anchor Talk. We'd love to hear from you. Our goal is to interview 100 Anchor members in 2017. And all you have to do is go to anchorinterviews.com, fill out the form, and we can feature you just like we're featuring Jay today. So let's hear from Jay and learn a little bit more about how parents can stay sane in this world of digital uh, kids and all the stuff that goes along with it. Let's hear from Jay. Hey, Dr. Dan, it's Jay from Tech Parental. I wanted to call in and thank you so much for doing the profile interview with me yesterday. It was really great chatting with you in the pre-interview as well as the real interview. Um, and I'm so glad that you've given me the opportunity to share my station with so many of your great listeners. Uh, just a quick bit about my station. Tech Parental is a resource for parents of children who are in elementary, middle, and high school. And it's really uh, kind of an information source for parents to kind of keep aware of what's going on digitally with their children as well as, as far as internet safety goes, cyberbullying, digital citizenship, and uh, things of that nature, as well as tech products that parents can use in the home. So give a listen when you guys have a chance. And again, Dan, thank you so much for the opportunity. Have a great day. It's Anchor Profile Interview Time, my favorite time of the day. Hi, I'm Dr. Dan from Anchor Talk, and welcome to the Anchor Talk Anchor Profile Series, where we are on a quest to interview 100 Anchor members to get to know you. It has been a blast. We're up, I think, up to about 20 now, and uh, we are having fun. Uh, what a rich, vibrant community, and uh, this is the, the my favorite part, uh, and tonight... I have with me Jay Andrews, who's really been podcasting away. Jay, welcome to the interview. Thank you so much, Dr. Dan, for having me on. Well, hey, uh, you are doing great on Anchor. Uh, you've really been a prolific podcaster, if you will. And so uh, I'm really uh, looking forward to talking with you. Uh, you. You really have a very unique message, uh, and uh, you, you work uh, helping parents keep families safe uh, with their kids. And so I want to ask you about that. But first of all, let me ask you just how did you find out about Anchor? Uh, So I was introduced to Anchor by uh, a man by the name of Tim Schmoyer, who is a YouTube YouTube kind of um, 
guru. He's a, a, a video creator who helps uh, YouTubers grow their channel. So I'm a, I'm a follower of his on YouTube. And in one of his videos, he, he suggested uh, uh, the YouTube. I'm sorry, the the anchor the anchor app. And he has a station on here, which which of course I follow. So uh, yeah, that's that's how I learned about it. Fantastic. So uh, now your background, uh, you're a school psychologist, a college professor. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, like you said, I'm a school psychologist here in New York City. I work for the New York City public school system uh, for about 17 years, and I have been an adjunct professor teaching several courses in uh, um, development, um, psychology, um, special education um, for about uh, maybe 15 years uh, in the evenings at a small private college here in Brooklyn. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, I also have a, uh, a six-year-old son and a fiancé who we are set to get married on October 29th, so really soon, coming up. Well, congratulations. Hey, that's fantastic. Oh. Yeah, thank you. Very good. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about your show, your station slash show on Anchor. And, of course, I know you you generate a podcast. Tell us a little bit about the theme of that. Uh, so the theme of Tech Parental is uh, is really it's a, it's a resource that's uh, designed to help parents keep their families and their children safe, sane, and connected in today's digital world uh, with so many young people having uh, internet-connected devices, whether it's a phone, a tablet, a computer, or even sometimes handheld games or, or game consoles like the PlayStation or Xbox. These things have access to the internet, and, um, you know, there's great things on the internet and there's bad things on the internet. And sure. what, are these, what are these guys doing on there? And so... Part of what I do is to educate parents on how to protect their kids, how to monitor them, how to communicate with them and keep them safe and teach them how to be digital citizens, which is where this world is moving uh, towards. Well, I know you've made the point in a lot of your messaging that today's parent is very different from yesterday's parent. Can you kind of expound on that? Well, sure. Uh, I mean, most most people who are uh, the parents of, say, a school-age child, and when I say school-age, I mean anywhere between the ages of maybe preschool four to about 18. If you're the parent of a child that age, you're more than likely you were not born into the Internet age. You may have experienced it in high school or maybe at middle school, or if you're a bit older like me, I'm 42, uh, you know, college and graduate school is when we started emailing and using the Internet. Um, but, and so, you know, for many of us, the parenting model that we know is, is the model of our parents, the way our parents, right. parents parented us, which did not include Internet, which did not, I mean, my my one of my biggest punishments was you can't use the phone <laughs> you, you know <laughs> right. what i mean and 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 that was it i i couldn't talk to my friends anymore so or i couldn't go outside and so 
you know, the parenting model that was set for, for many of us is different than the parenting that we need to do today uh, for our kids. And some of the same lessons that were taught to us, like don't talk to strangers, that was really more of a in-person thing, whereas today don't talk to strangers online has a different meaning. And Great point. Uh, so, you know, so... Um, you know, part, like I said before, part of what I do is really helping parents to understand what kids are doing online today and, again, how to protect them and how to guide them towards being a, uh, a, contrib- a, a, contributory, um, a contributing member of, of digital society, which is where this is all going. Well, I love your name, Tech Parental. I mean, we live in a technological age, a digital age, as you said, and we have to kind of navigate how to parent. And this is a whole new uh, paradigm, I guess you could say. I I imagine it's a balance, isn't it? There's probably the good, the bad, and the ugly, perhaps? I mean, sure. I mean, just, you know, just like... um you know, maybe when when you and I were were younger, there our parents may have set limits on television watching, or maybe even use of the of the phone if you were talking to your friends on the phone. Uh, and so for today, uh, for today's child, there needs to be limits, and there needs to be um, conversations going. There needs to be communication That's between great. parent and child about the things that they're seeing online and the things that they have access to, to help them understand, um, you know, what it is they're experiencing uh, on the interwebs, as they say. Absolutely. And so with those conversations and, 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 you know, communications, I know you mentioned safety. So what are the basic safety parameters in today's digital age that parents just really need to kind of be aware of? Well, I would say the number one thing, and this is coming from a public school employee, I would say is the cyberbullying issue, which is a really okay. hot topic today. Sure. Um, I mean, the uh, the show on Netflix, Thirteen Reasons Why, was you know loosely based on uh, on a book that was written about cyberbullying and the things that go on with kids and how they interact um, with each other. And so, um, I, you know, a lot of what I a lot of what I talk about is how to prevent cyberbullying and how to kind of keep an eye open and keep an, an open door policy to your child to inform you if anyone is harassing them online and what to do about and what to do about those things. And you know, there are many states in the country right now that are contemplating putting in. Uh, anti-cyberbullying laws like the state of Texas is ready to implement, in fact, this month. In fact, I think it started September 1st, where um, students who are thought to be cyberbullying, if a report of a cyberbullying incident comes in, the schools are required to investigate the incident. They are required to inform the parents of the victim, they are required to inform the parents of the bully, um, they are required to implement some type of education or, or, or some type of uh, program in the school where the kids will learn about this. And ultimately, 
and most impactful is that this is a law, and with laws come consequences. So right. we're talking Class A misdemeanors, uh, similar to um, like disturbing, you know, kind of on the same level as say like disturbing the peace or you know, a misdemeanor like that. But still, okay, uh, anyone who is uh, found to be guilty of this of cyberbullying a minor or trying to impose harm on a minor will wind up with a misdemeanor on the record, possibly a year in, up to a year in jail wow. and, uh, and possibly some fines. So yeah, this is, this uh, is so, real stuff, real consequences, right? Right. It's real stuff. It's real consequences. And, um, you know, parents, parents need, uh, to be kind of a bit more sensitive. I mean, I, I can recall my parents, you know, telling me, again, uh, from an old-school model, well, sticks and stones can break your bones and, and, you know, pick yourself up from the bootstraps and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, those words were good advice in the 80s. Uh, but right. when, the, when these types of um, uh, remarks and posts and and com and you know things that happen in the comment sections or things that happen in group text messages uh when they become inflammatory and when they become threatening um it has a different impact on today's child especially because the message is so widespread um right you can you know you can uh post a picture and somebody makes a, a comment about it Tomorrow, everybody in the school will have seen it. And as a guy that works in the public school system, I can tell you Monday mornings are very rough because we have kids coming in and, you know, ready to fight each other. Or sometimes I have parents coming in with screenshots and printouts, you know, uh, accusing the other child of, of saying this and saying that and coming in with proof and, you know, as a school system, we we are at a loss. We are not we are not prepared for the impact that this that this is having. So, well, that that's so, uh, amazing to hear about because you know I'm older. My kids are you know around thirty ish. Uh, this wasn't happening uh, you know back when they were in school, and so uh, how I mean how prevalent is this? Well, I mean, it all depends on how you define cyberbullying. Um, there are different levels of it, but when you, if, if, you know, what a lot of the states are saying is that cyberbullying is something where, where you try to cause harm to another person, psychological harm to another person, by by means of an electronic device, on a repeated, on an intentional level. Uh, with, with intention uh, and on a repeated and consistent basis. And so, you know, oftentimes, I mean, you're obviously you do social media and, uh, you know, maybe when it was just starting out, then you may have thrown a snarky comment to your buddy or maybe your buddy threw like a kind of uh, a snarky comment to you or maybe made some remarks. But, you know, these things were not done consistently and with intent right. to harm you. I see. And so when, when we start to see repeated comments and repeated threats online, that's when we see that. And how prevalent is it? I mean, it comes 
we, we see all different varieties from just, you know, a couple of comments here and there to students actually posting Facebook Live videos of themselves, you know, on the ground floor of an apartment building holding a weapon, taunting another student to come downstairs from his apartment. And so, I mean, that, that is like very blatant and, and egregious. But uh, so, we, and so we see everything from there down to, you know, a couple of uh, not nice comments. Right. Okay. So it runs a wide gamut of things. Uh, well, absolutely. I, absolutely. I mean, the information and the topics that you cover on your podcast are, just have to be invaluable to parents of those age children. Uh, now, I understand for your podcast, you also, uh, the tech part of it, you like to focus on uh, the technologies and helping parents stay tech savvy, if you will, you know, because uh, our kids kind of show us up. You know, we always ask the the 10 year old, uh, you know, about the new iPhone update, right? <laughs> they're, they're ahead of mom and dad often, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I remember being about 12 years old. I, I guess the, the younger people are always going to be up on technology. I, I remember being about 12 and my parents asking me how to, how to program the VCR. And I yeah, thought to myself, well, well, can't you figure this out? I mean, I'm 12 and I can figure this out, but they couldn't figure it out. And so, Oh, that's, that's great. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, the other part of my, my uh, station is, uh, and I haven't done too much on Anchor uh, so much, as, as much as I've done um, on my YouTube channel, but, but basically, like you said, helping parents to understand uh, some of the uses of consumer electronics that are more family-related, such as uh, Amazon Alexa and on things, uh, systems like that to help automate things in your home. Um, I've done a couple of reviews on home security cameras, which sound very complex and very serious, but they're really not. They're really just, you know, Internet-connected cameras that you can access from an app on your phone and keep tabs on, on the kids uh, when they get home from school. So things like that that help parents uh, use technology to, uh, to smooth processes in the home and to, uh, again, keep their kids uh, safe and connected. That is that is great. Uh, you know, thinking back just even eight, ten years ago, I remember you know, they, they talk about the future. We're going to have these smart homes, and it's here now. I mean, my kids got me a Google Home for my birthday a few months ago, and it's just like, hey, voice on demand and all. I mean, the, things are changing rapidly, aren't they? Absolutely. I, I mean, I got the Amazon, uh, the Echo Dot, in maybe about uh, three months ago. And, you know, New York City is, is, is not a place to mess around with traffic. <laughs> so and, okay. you know, in the morning, I, I, I wake up and I can, I can ask Alexa, what's my, you know, what's my commute looking like? And, that, you know, that, that you kind go. of information is, that's, that's invaluable information for me. Very so, helpful. Well, speaking of that, so that's a segue into podcasting in general because uh, the future of audio is huge in that so many things are going to be voice activated. And I'm very impressed and excited about Anchor's uh, connection with CarPlay and some of the, uh, you know, the apps like 
in, in the assistants at home, like Google Home, Alexa, uh, that they're already integrated somewhat. That's pretty exciting, isn't it? I, I absolutely agree with you. I, I think um, with the way that uh, our phones and devices are able to, I mean, even Anchor is able to transcribe and understand what you're saying and put it into words. Um, everything is beginning to recognize speech, which, which is dangerous and scary in a way, but it's also very, very exciting. I'm, I'm waiting for the day where, like the Jetsons, I can come home and tell Rosie to cook me dinner. And, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know if, I, if I'll live long enough for that, but I, that's, what I, do, that's where do. I want to be. Do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yes, I I grew up on the Jetsons. That, that, that's awesome. I, I love that analogy. So getting back to Alexa and Google Home, I have some friends that are so freaked out that they say they will never have a device like that in their home because they don't want, like, Google or Amazon listening to them and their family. What do you think about that? Is it just a general topic? Well, you know, uh, in the ninth, in 1915, 1920, when the telephone first came to the masses, it was this device that allows you to communicate with people who are not in your home. You can hear their voice. And, you know, the pundits said, well, what, what is this device, this telephone thing that's in your home that allows you to communicate with other people? I don't trust it. Who else is listening to our conversation? And right. oh, how, how do I know this telephone thingy is not listening to my family's conversation? It's an okay. invasion of privacy. And you know what? Um, we as a society move past the telephone. In fact, who, who even has a telephone in their home anymore? So right. uh, we've evolved. And I think the same thing is going to happen with um, you know, the Google Homes and the Amazon Alexas and any future products that come out and hear and, you know, listen to our voices. Okay, yeah, I've, and, and I, I'm, I'm kind of that way, too. It's just like, hey, I mean, I got nothing to hide, you know, so. <laughs> uh, wait, it, it, right. this is fascinating. I mean, I, I want to encourage people to listen to your show, Tech Parental, especially if you're a parent, but uh, also I would think for grandparents. I mean, grandparents need to be up on all this stuff, too, for the grandkids, right? Absolutely. Um, my, my generation, the Generation X, is what's known as the sandwich generation, and we are, we are born in the middle of a, of, of a generation that knows very little about the Internet, and like my mom, you know, she she's very much a Luddite, and I think she enjoys resisting technology. <laughs> and so, um, and so I have on one side her, and then you know on the other side I have my six-year-old son, who is born into this and who is very internet capable already, and he can conduct Google searches and YouTube searches with just his voice. He knows. You know, he knows how to find whatever it is he needs to find, which is a scary thing right now. And so that's why monitoring is important. But back to the grandparents, absolutely. Um, um, they, they, they are oftentimes caregivers, right, as, as moms and dads go to work. They right. rely on the, grand, on the grandparents to, to care for the child. And, 
you know, does grandma know what, what the grandchild is accessing online? Um, is she aware to keep location, the location feature on the phone off to protect the child's safety, right? So grandparents can definitely benefit from my child, um, from, from my, my resource as, um, as sure. there are some tips, uh, there are some tips in there to, uh, um, to keep them safe and to help them use technology as well. You know, as you describe your mom who's kind of resisting technology and then your six-year-old son, what a fascinating uh, kind of a gap there and and a just societal shift. Uh, I, I think it's just fascinating to think about how quickly things have changed. Definitely. And, you know, my mom and my son will will FaceTime or we'll, we'll do okay. Skype, but my mom, you know, my mom needs to speak to me on the phone. Like, in other words, the Skype call can't just happen instantaneously. It has to, or spontaneously, it has to be right. preceded, preceded by a phone call. Like okay. I have to call, you know, <laughs> call her and she'll say, okay, I'm turning on the computer now. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm clicking on Skype and I'm going to open it up and I say, okay, just, you know, hang up and call me on Skype. And she's like, no, well, wait, I, I, I want to make sure we're connected first. So <laughs> That's great. And, and my son says, you know, why, why does Nanny have to call us? Or can't oh. she just call us on Skype? So um, it's very, it's funny, uh, but sometimes, you know, that, that's, you know, and oftentimes that's... I wonder, I wonder what will be the technology that my son looks at and wow. that he's leery of, what will he, you know, at some point he's going to say to his contemporaries, well, back in my day, we just looked at our screens and we just did this. We didn't have this or that and whatever the new tech. So I wonder about what will be the new tech that my son is skeptical about. Interesting. And you know, wow. You know, what, you know what I think it is? What's that? I think it will be robots, Dan. Like, AI robots, like kind of like the Jetsons, like Rosie, like robot helpers in our home that uh, understand us and that can conduct, um, you know, small tasks, cleaning or cooking or something in the home, and they will be autonomous or semi-autonomous robots that uh, will do things, kind of like the movie iRobot. Right. And uh, my son will say, well, they didn't have robots in my day. We controlled our robots. They were not doing things on their own. So that's, that's where just, I think this is that's what's going. Kind of, that's kind of like blowing my mind right now. That, that, that's interesting to think about. Uh, but te- hey, technology. You, um, <laughs> Dan, do you ever listen to the show um, Big Fat Future? Yes, I have. Here on uh-huh. Anchor? Yes. That that is a show that I really subscribe to and uh I hope that you can interview him one day. Um uh, I I forget I forget the gentleman's name, but uh we have had several back and forth call-ins with where we think uh all of this is going and what is possible and what is ethical. That's great. So speaking of that, uh what are some of your favorite shows on Anchored and and especially those that you've connected with? Uh, so, like I said, the big, yeah, the big fat future is definitely a favorite of mine. I would say that, um, well, Tim Schmoyer, obviously, he doesn't come on as often as I would like, but Tim Schmoyer, 
If you are a YouTuber, then uh, he definitely provides a lot of tips and acts and, and, and tricks and uh, advice. What was great about Tim on Anchor is that he's such a huge YouTuber, uh, but if you ask him a question on Anchor, you know, it's, it's direct access to a very uh, powerful and knowledgeable guy. Sure. Uh, who else? Um, I would say, um, I mean, the, the corner with Daco. Right. Uh, t- uh, Tim Tim Time, of course. And there's a new a new channel, a new station I recently found. It's called um I think it's called Medicine Remixed. Yeah. With uh they do with a great uh, job. D with D and, and Reesh. Uh very funny guys. Two doctors that kind of take a uh, a very kind of simple approach to medicine and uh sure. tell stories about being in medical school. So no, a lot, a lot of uh, great topics, a lot of creativity. Uh, you, you can find about anything on Anchor, can't you? Just about. I haven't found a channel like mine. However, I would love to connect with other uh, parenting channels. There is, there is also the the, the uh, Department of Parenting, which I do listen to. Um, but really, and I'm not bashing them. They just, um, you know, they talk about articles uh, that are common and popular. Uh, and stuff. So, um, you know, just reviewing what's in the news, what's yeah. in the parenting news and stuff. So, but yeah, I listen to them as well. So, uh, one last anchor question. You've obviously uh, learned a lot quickly. I think we all have since the, the podcast feature came out <coughs> just uh, like two months ago now. What do you wish you would have known the first week you were an anchor? that you didn't know that you, you know now as far as anchor feature? Um, you know, it's hard to tell. I know that the trend, I think I kind of, I, I, I so I've only been on anchor about two weeks, but okay. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Four weeks, about a month, Four weeks. but at the, at the two week mark, is where the transcribe video feature update happened. Okay, yeah. So I I think that is one of my favorite one of my favorite features and uh being able to um being able to trim like which sure. parts. You know, so instead of having to tra- you know transcribing the entire video. So if you do a 5-minute segment and you want to only highlight 45 seconds, you can kind of really zero in and get which parts you want and then, you know, put that transcribed video on Instagram, which allows you only a 60-second video. So so it allows you to kind of make bite-sized video, you know, transcribed videos, and they they kind of look cool on social media. Absolutely. And with the uh, new update last week, now you can go back into your archives and create and trim the videos, which you weren't able to do until last week. Oh, so, that's so you can cool. go into older videos and trim those down, or older, well, older segments. Uh, right. Up until the uh, update last week, you had to do that video like within that 24-hour station time, because once they okay. were archived, you would have to like bring them back to your station, but then that you know, could be out of context. But now uh, you can go back to your archives and any material that you own, basically you can, I think, do a video and then, uh, yeah. So that's, oh, that that I did not know. 
Yeah, that cool. I did not know. That's wow. You just taught me something. <laughs> Very well, good. Well, hey, uh, I mean, we're all learning together. I, I, I think it's just fascinating all the tools, and they, they keep the the updates are awesome. And I tell people to learn 2.0 as, as best you can because the 3.0 version, as I heard rumors, is going to really be awesome. So uh, there's going to be some great new things down the road, I believe. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I, uh, I'm, you know, I'm trying to make this anchor part of my, you know, um, you know, the overall. Like, I have a Facebook uh, account, and I have a YouTube channel, and you know, trying to develop a workflow that includes anchor, that includes the spoken word, as well as you know, the written word. I'm working on developing a blog right now, so uh, a few awesome. things in the works right now. But uh, but hopefully in the future we, uh, you know, we can see where this goes. Well, hey, you got a great topic, very timely, uh, very informative, and needed. So thank you for just kind of taking that mantle. Uh, let me just uh, tell people how they can best get a hold of you. Your anchor uh, station, of course, is Tech Parental and anchor.fm slash tech parental. And then uh, tell us where people can connect with you outside of Anchor. So, you know, right now the blog, the website is being developed, but you can find me at YouTube at the same name at Tech Parental. And catch some of my videos there. You can comment and write to me. But if you wanted to connect with me and chat with me, I'm also on Twitter. Uh, so find me at the same name, at Tech Parental. I also am on Instagram and Facebook. But, you can, you know, if you wanted to chat with me and connect with me, you can definitely find me at Twitter. Fantastic. Well, Jay, hey, I've really enjoyed uh, talking with you. And thank you for just bringing up some of the issues like cyberbullying and stuff. Those are things that, like I said, if you, if you don't have kids that age, like I don't anymore, you know, I hear about it, but you really brought it to light that, wow, this is something that we really all need to be aware of, uh, you know, yeah, for all yeah. ages. Yeah, thank you so much for allowing me uh, the platform and, uh, and interviewing me and uh, showcasing my channel. I really appreciate it. Well, hey, we appreciate you, uh, and I know we're all enthusiastic about Anchor. And it's just a great uh, opportunity for, for us to get to know one another. So thank you for coming on the Anchor Profile Series. And as I mentioned to you in our pre-interview, uh, you're going to be part of the Anchor Voices book project that uh, we're putting together. And that's going to be fun. So you're going to be in the book come November. Uh, how uh, how that, cool is that? That's, uh, that's amazing. Thank you so much. I, that's, that's really something special. I can't, I can't wait to, uh, to check that out. Yes, and so I'll just mention for anyone who's listening to this interview, uh, Anchor Voices is a collaborative book project that really just highlights the voices of Anchor. And it's really our individual voices coming together. And if anyone's interested in learning more, uh, we have set up a special Facebook group. You can go to anchorvoices.com and check that out. So, uh, Jay, again, thank you so much. And uh, I will also mention that uh, we're doing 100 interviews, and we've got about 20 down and 80 to go. So we want any and everyone. You, you don't If it's a new member, uh, someone who has an established podcast, it doesn't matter. Uh, you can sign up just like Jay did at anchorinterviews.com. We'd love to talk with you and get to know you better. Jay, thanks again. We'll definitely be checking out Tech Parental to stay updated on all your uh, great information. Thanks again, Dan. Thank you. Bye-bye.
Bye.